0: Well, hey there, sweet teacher, and welcome to episode number 26 of the Primary Teacher Friends Podcast. My name is Tony, and I'm so excited to have you here today for this very fun and rather interesting episode. Now, you know I believe that you are a phenomenal, amazing teacher, but have you ever wondered what it might be like to be married to you? the teacher if you really think about it it's kind of scary isn't it that was my thinking behind today's episode and i chose to interview the man who is married to probably the craziest teacher of all that's me hang around with me to hear an interview with my husband yes mr teacher tony are you ready You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now... Your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, friends. I'm so excited to have you here for this rather interesting and pretty adorable, if I have to say so, interview with this really handsome guy. His name is Leon Mullins, and bless his heart, he has been married to me for 13 years. I don't know how he's put up with me that long, but he does a rather good job at it. And I have to say that he is exceptional as the husband of a teacher. So maybe from today's interview, you'll get a little insight in what it's like to be married to you. And just a forewarning, if you think my voice is very southern, you're about to hear the countryest of country boys himself, Mr. Leon Mullins. Hey, Leon. Thank you for coming on the show. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs)
0: Well, you are hiding in the bedroom and I'm in my office and we are recording an extra special podcast episode called Married to a Teacher, Interview with Mr. Teacher Tony. So how do you feel about uh, coming on the show and talking to all these teachers? How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, Intimidated uh, and excited. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Intimidated. Okay, so I have lots of questions for you today, Leon. But first of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, uh, of course, you know my name is Leon and or Mr. Teacher Tony. uh I am a mine inspector for the state of Kentucky. I've been in the mining business ever since I've been out of high school. So basically, twenty years. uh We are a mine rescue team. We got to participate in all those fun things. We which is uh, something, you know, we got to be prepared for at all times in case of a mine disaster. Basically, that's me and a father of five, four girls, and one boy finally.
0: righty. and what do you like to do for fun?
1: I enjoy playing with my children. That's probably the biggest thing I love doing is hearing those little giggles. I enjoy hunting very much. <laughs> As you know, and I just love being outdoors, especially with my family.
0: Awesome. Totally boring, but definitely great guy. So glad to have you here, Mr. Leon. And I'm a very lucky lady, but we're not going to get mushy and gushy on the podcast. We're going to focus on being the husband or the partner of a teacher. So let's get a little background information to really set the stage uh, for our listeners. Besides your wife, which is me, uh, do you have any previous Connections to a teacher, maybe any close relatives that were a teacher, or anything of that nature.
1: No, as far as as far as relatives, uh, I don't call any relatives being school teachers. But in the neighborhood where I grew up at, surrounded by teachers. I mean, every other house was a school teacher.
0: Did you learn anything from being the neighbor of a teacher about what the life of a teacher was like, or anything along those lines?
1: Yes, there was no excuses when you came to school the next day and didn't have your homework done. Uh, you couldn't make up an excuse because you were surrounded by the teachers. They would see you out playing and you wouldn't have your work done and you couldn't say, well, you know, we were busy doing something else because they be like, hey. You was playing outside for two hours yesterday.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's definitely a downside to having a teacher as a neighbor, but probably would have been harder if you had a teacher in your home. So basically, other than your neighbor, you haven't had a lot of experience living living with a teacher or anything like that. So let me ask you this. When you were in school, what was your favorite teacher like?
1: I recall several favorite teachers, but one that really, really sticks out is a sixth grade social studies teacher. She was incredible. In a normal setting, you sit in the classroom, you open your book, they read stuff to you, they go through the scenarios, you go home. In her classroom, you would go in, you throw down the books, you push your chairs away, and you would be up in class hands-on activities all day in her class. And it was fun. It made learning so much fun, and you can learn a whole lot more. In my perspective, I'll never forget that. It sticks with me to this day.
0: That sounds awesome. That's my kind of teaching, definitely. That makes a big difference. So um, let me ask you another question, Leon. How often did you get in trouble in school, and what, what did you get in trouble for?
1: To be honest, I didn't get in trouble a whole lot. I was afraid to get in trouble because I knew what would be waiting on me at home, for one thing, but... I did get in a few little ruffles, you know, as little boys do, you know, fighting and scratching and and, and stuff of that nature. Uh, probably back talking my teachers a time or two. Yeah, so that kept me in trouble every now and then.
0: Okay, so we can keep that in mind that you got in trouble for back talking the teacher. Do you do any of that these days?
1: No, I know better. <laughs>
0: Smart, smart man. Okay, and uh, so we're going to move on from that. So that kind of sets the stage. Some of the background information about you and your relationships with teachers. And so now uh, we're going to talk about me a little bit. Of course, you saw me through college and you took me to my classes and you really supported me through that. What did you think life would be like for you when I finally got to start my career as a teacher?
1: When you talk about taking you to classes and being supportive, a lot of people don't understand the sacrifices that you do and that you make in doing that. I remember it was at least three or four evenings a week sitting in the car for hours after driving you hours to a class. But I knew it would be worth it one day. You know, it was your dream. It was, it was something you wanted to do. And, of course, you know, I'm want to support that. But in my mind, I'm thinking – well, you know, we get through the school, you know, all this waiting and, and driving and things of that nature versus when you start teaching that, hey, she goes to work, she comes home. End of the day, you know, we've got all evening, you know, we're doing whatever. That's what I was looking at. You know, I was thinking it was that she's go to work and come home. Like my job, Y'all go to work, I come home, my job stays at work.
0: That is true. There are many, many careers that are just like that. And kind of we both thought that okay this college is the hard part we'll get through this and then I'll have a job and things will be easier but really it wasn't true so let's fast forward to now after all these years tell me how your perspective of teachers has shifted from what you previously believed
1: then versus now is dramatically different then thinking hey you know as I mentioned earlier she goes to work. She does her thing there with her students and teaching whatever teachers do and then comes home. But now, years later, seeing that the the desire and the time it takes to become a good teacher and to become what you set out to be is very time consuming. You got to make sacrifices. I understand that. I've got to make, we all got to make sacrifices as a family, but we know that it's worth it. It's not that their job ends at the end of the school day, it never ends, ever. Even in the summertime, it it never ends.
0: Well, for some teachers it does end in the summer. You just happen to be married to one of those crazy teachers that loves it so much she can't turn it off. So sorry about that. But yes, great answer and thank you. It's definitely different than what I thought, what you thought. uh, But it just shows how passionate teachers are. They just they love it and they're dedicated just like you said. And it can be stressful until you learn to manage that stress. And that's something I've gotten better at over the years. So let's ask some questions just for fun. What is the strangest thing you've ever had to do as the husband of a teacher?
1: I could really list a lot of strange things that I've had to do over the years uh, as the husband of a teacher, but one in particular sticks out to mind. Of course, you know, uh, a, a child with a learning disability in your classroom at a birthday party, I was asked to dress up as Olaf. And of course, you know, thinking I would jump in the vehicle and Olaf suit, go straight to the park, where the park birthday party was being held at, getting out of the vehicle, entertaining the children was what was in my mind when actually, if you remember, we had to run to the store.
0: (laughs) We ran out of gas.
1: (laughs) Yes, we had to go to the store to get gas, and here I had to get out. Because it's Olaf suit, it's not like you take it off and put it back on real easy. It was difficult. So I had to leave it on. So yeah, that was one of the strangest things, is being Olaf. (laughs) In
0: public. And <laughs> that was so funny because you got out to get gas and then you run into your cousin at the store and everyone's like, What in the world? Why is Leon wearing an Olaf costume? <laughs> So definitely a wonderful and unforgettable memory. I really appreciate you doing that. And that little girl, it just lit up her day, her birthday party. I'll never forget the look on her face. All right. So let me ask another question just for fun. So what are some of the other jobs you've had to help with as the husband of a teacher?
1: Well, as being the husband of a teacher, I've learned more skills of being a carpenter, a painter, and the list could go on and on and on. Um... Of course, you know, remodeling the classroom, then one summer, then you're expecting two or three years of that design in the classroom, which following school, year, you'd have another idea. You'd want to change it to something else. So I'd have to go in and repaint, rebuild shelves and all kinds of little crafts, building a lot of crafts for your students to be involved in at school for you guys to paint and decorate. And it's uh, It's challenging sometimes. <laughs> oh, and definitely, definitely, I have... Sharpen my skills with laminating and cutting out things for school. I've got really, really good at that.
0: I wonder how many pages you've actually laminated and cut over the last eight to 10 years. You want to guess?
1: Thousands on thousands on, on thousands, I'm sure.
0: Oh, that's good for your motor skills. I don't know why you're complaining. So, thinking of all that work you've had to do to help me out, what are the benefits of supporting me in my work?
1: The benefits of supporting you in your work is watching somebody chase a dream that was sparked by a teacher when she was a young child, seeing them reach that goal and that dream, and then being able to set that same spark into another child me, that's amazing to watch someone mold a child's life and showing them they can be something more than what they think they can be, Uh, teaching them that they can do things that they've never thought that they could do. Unfortunately, a lot of children these days don't get that kind of molding at home. It's a blessing to a lot of children to have someone like that to help them and guide them and see that that they know that they're able to reach any kind of dream that they want to reach. That's a big accomplishment for a teacher. And that really, that's my biggest thing about it is I like seeing that. I like watching it. You know, as you can see these children grow after years of you teaching them, uh, if you taught them in kindergarten or second grade or whatever grade, well, years go by when they get older, you can see that you help mold that child and what they're becoming.
0: So what you're saying is you feel that you are playing a part in that by supporting me in my dream to help children.
1: Definitely, uh, being able to help you in creating ideas, even if it's sawing a piece of wood for a child to to make a craft on, that makes me feel good because I feel like I'm playing a new part in that.
0: You are absolutely right. Without your help, I couldn't have done nearly as many projects, as many activities over the years without your support. So you're absolutely right. So now let's switch gears just a little bit and tell me what are the benefits to you of being married to a teacher? Have you found any benefits in your life, in your personal life or gain that are related to being married to a teacher?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, personal benefit is uh, I have learned a great deal in grammar that I didn't know that I was lacking so much in. Uh, you have taught me very, very well in that area.
0: Okay, I'm the grammar police. I got it. Okay.
1: <laughs> Another benefit of being married to a teacher is you feel like you're playing a, a role in her molding these children. Even though it might not be, you might not be in the front line of the, of the scene, but you still feel special because you're married to someone who the community looks at as someone who really cares about their children. That's a great benefit.
0: You're right, when you are a teacher, people look up to you, and uh, I definitely uh, love it when I can give you credit for helping me out with something, because you definitely deserve it, and a lot of families know that, hey, Leon helped her get this together, and uh, so definitely you are absolutely correct on that. So now that we've talked about the benefits, let's look at the opposite here, and can you tell me what are some of the hardships related to being married to a teacher?
1: Some hardships of being married to a teacher. You will have to not be selfish. You'll have to give up a lot of your time, a lot of your me time with with the teacher. And understanding that she has a job to do that is done at home, on the weekends, on summer breaks, on Christmas breaks, sacrificing your time and giving her her time to be prepared to do what she needs to do. That is one of the harder parts about it.
0: Definitely takes a lot of preparation and thought and time, and you're right, we have to sacrifice, but there's also balance in there that comes with more years, more experience. Would you say that through the years I've gotten a little better at balancing work and life?
1: Definitely. I guess as the years go by, the more you do this, you're figuring out ways to balance things.
0: Yeah, it definitely gets easier through the years and more experience and focus on being more organized and things like that. And every teacher listening needs to know that even though we feel our job is so incredibly important to us, our family should always come first. So just want to throw that in there, especially for any new teacher that is listening. Find ways to balance it as best you can, but also Always make time for your family. So let's have another question. From your perspective, what is the most stressful part of teaching?
1: The most stressful part of your job, from my perspective, I believe, is trying to find that balance, not just at home and at school, but with students, that you've got students. That who are needing more attention in a certain area, when you have got students who don't need that kind of attention in that area, but who also need attention, I can tell there's a stress level in that area because you're having to deal with ways of trying to find that balance to where you can help both.
0: Yeah. In the classroom, we call that differentiation, and it's very, very difficult. How do you know that that's a struggle for me?
1: By hearing you stressing and... (laughs) well, this child needs this, you know, or you're trying to plan how can I get this across to where it's going to benefit both. Seeing you plan this stuff out, designing these programs that will help children in certain areas where they need it the most.
0: You're right. That is a major stress area for many, many teachers is how do I differentiate my teaching to fit all of these different learners, their levels, their learning styles. So I'm a little surprised that you pick up on all that just from listening to me. Let me ask you this, Leon. Do you think it's all worth the trouble? And if you do, why do you think it's all worth that trouble?
1: I think it's very worth the trouble. As I mentioned before, you it's really not trouble when you go back to look. If it changes one life, if it changes one child's outlook on school or on, on their whole outlook on life, that's worth it all. Even being a, a guinea pig, which is a fun part for me, for you to practice on, uh, you know, if something will work. And it makes it fun. And, and that and watching the children love to do and love going to school, seeing them, send you messages or see you out on the street and they say hey miss Mudge you know they 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 literally would run through traffic to get your attention to see that is very well worth it
0: that's right oh that was so sweet so obviously you are very supportive and you seem to be very passionate about helping and supporting me and my work um, what advice would you have for other husbands or partners of teachers? What would you say to those people who are who are getting ready to go into the life that you live?
1: I wouldn't change one thing about the way the life that I live. You know, to a lot of people, you know, everybody has dreams. Your dream was to be a teacher to mold children's life because that's what helped you when you was a child. Was a certain teacher or two that directed you and showed you there was greater things out there. My dream is to see your dream become a reality. So helping you chase your dream is actually chasing my dream. But for these guys or gals, whoever, with the teaching, if they're getting started, some advice I have is just listen. That's the greatest thing you can do is to listen to be a, a, a shoulder for them to cry on. Cause trust me, there's going to be many, many days they're going to come home crying because of stressful days. But be there for them, help them get through it. Uh, there'll be days they just want to quit because they don't feel like they can do it, help them. It's worth it. Great advice is to keep those ears open, those shoulders ready, and be there for them. Listen to them, support them, help them through it. Because it's not just about opening up a book, teaching a child how to, how to read a few words. The stress, the load of this stress these teachers have on them is unbelievable and they need somebody very supportive to be there to help them with that supporting your wife makes my life way easier uh, especially for me a happy wife a happy life
0: all right what well, do you have any last words for those who are listening as we close up this interview
1: being the husband of a school teacher it's amazing watching as i mentioned watching your dreams grow is watching my dreams grow there's no, there's no place in the world I'd rather be, no matter how stressed out the day may be for you, no matter what kind of struggle is going on with my job. I learned to throw them aside and just being there with you. it makes it all
0: worthwhile oh that's so sweet so just love your teacher love your teacher support her listen to her and like you said before happy wife happy life all righty thank you for coming on the show leon have a wonderful day i'll meet you in the kitchen
1: sounds great
0: Well, isn't that just so sweet? I am so proud of him and so happy to be married to someone who really has come to understand the hardships of teaching and really knows how to support me in that. Everything he said was true. He absolutely does all of those things. And I truly don't know that I would still be teaching today if I were not married to someone who supported me in my career. It really means so much. I hope that you have the same support from your significant other. And if not, find support somewhere in a mentor or a friend and just find that person who is willing to do what he said to listen and support you and to help you chase your dreams of being that teacher that really makes a difference. Thank you for hanging around today. If you have not already, be sure to join our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook group. I will leave a link down in the description. Definitely let me know in the group if you enjoyed this interview, what you thought about my little fella Leon, Mr. Teacher Tony. And as always, I am just so thankful to have you here and to spend this special time with you. Alrighty, teacher friend, it's time to sign off. But until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend.